Hi everybody. Um, so we're back with our second episode of my podcast, and um, you know, not as much has been happening recently, but we've gotten some elaborations on some of the things that Brian Kemp has talked about um, when he was doing the state of the state address. Um, one thing that I found actually interesting, this was just an article I found, um, it, it was pretty interesting to me, uh, I think, I forgot what the, which article it was, um, I can, I, I'll, next time I'll try to get an article, uh, for some of the, I, I have some articles for some of the things I'm talking about I can give you information on, but this one I just didn't feel like it was needed because I pretty much summed it up. So I'm just going to read you what the uh, article says, okay. So Governor Kemp, who took office in January 2019, was ranked one of the most popular governors coming in 17 overall. As of December 2019, Governor Kemp's approval rating was 53%. At its highest, his disapproval rating was only 27%. That is pretty good. And this is, of course, this is not like um, all the governors. No, I've had some people ask me this, like, oh, is this the governors of Georgia? This is not the governor's Georgia. This is out of all 50 states right now. And that's that's really good. 17 out of 50. I mean, that is really good. Uh, in first place, like you, I mean, this is just how most, I mean, you don't see a lot of Democratic governors on that list who are like in the top or, in the, or, in the, or like in the top, you know, like they're not that high up. Um, and he's a Republican. His name is Mac, I think Mark or Mac Gordon uh, from Wisconsin. He's a Republican and he got first place. Of course, a Republican can get first place. It just makes sense because their policies are great and they know what their state needs and they know what the people needs, unlike Democrats. Uh, and also one of the, another little interesting fact, uh, and I guess this came out of the State of the Universe, so I must have missed it, uh, but the state has a rainy day fund of $2.73 billion, the eighth largest in the nation. So rainy day fund just means in case of an emergency, uh, we need this money. So that, just to kind of give a sum of what that means. So, you know, this is just, this is kind of cool. You know, you just get to see how great, I mean, it just shows how great Brian Kemp is doing. I mean, that's a really good, I mean, 53% approval rating and then only a 27% disapproval rating. That's, that's a really good score right there. So, okay. So the next thing on my list, uh, they will, so this is to elaborate on what I was talking about on yesterday about the, uh, about the tests they're going to be cutting from uh, public schooling. So they've officially they they released a number and they've released which types of tests they kind of he just kind of says in the saying union tests he doesn't really he doesn't go into much detail on it but here's uh, a little bit more information on that uh, they will be cutting five standardized tests for Georgia public schools and four in high schools they will also cut the lengths of the test so the test the test will be shorter and the number will be shorter uh, so you know five for middle from elementary to middle and then four for high school. And, um, and that's only for public schools in Georgia. That's not for uh, anyone else, you know, private schools, nothing like that. Uh, and, you know, Superintendent Richard Woods, who we talked about last week, who is like the head of right now, like the education, kind of like the head of the speaker of the educational department. Uh, he and Governor Brian Kemp uh, have just flat. They have they have just they have, you know, really told everybody how much they oppose this, the current amount of testing, even though. It was a Republican plan. It kind of just shows you how these these people that we've elected are not loyal to their parties, or they're not completely loyal to their parties. Like they put the people above the party, and that is something that I think we should learn. That you know, you see more in your state government than you do in your federal government. Where federal government, even today with Donald Trump, and you know, I like Donald Trump and Democratic Party. It's just Democratic Party serves Democratic Party, and Republican Party serves Republican Party, which is not really how it should be. 
you know you should be serving the american people before you serve your party because your party at the end of the day does not matter compared to the american people the american people are who give you your vote not the party the party gets you there but the people who are, are, are the ones voting for you to get that office and i think it's it's really great to see brian kemp even though you know he's a republican and this was a republican passed bill he can look at it and be like nope that's wrong it needs to be changed that is a really good step uh, and I just kind of want to figure out, like, some people might think, oh, well, this is going to cut down our IQ. Well, right now, Georgia's IQ is a 90, is a, generally a 94 from what I've researched. And that's pretty good. And that's not, and the, the IQ rating has not been bumped really too much. I mean, besides advances in, you know, education over the years. But by the, oh, sorry. But by the tests, it hasn't increased it that much. And we're at a pretty good, so even if it does drop a little bit, we'll still have a pretty good IQ level for the average citizen. So that is fine. And if you want to find this article and research more about it, uh, it is on u.snews.com. All caps. Or, or no, wait. I think, no, they're not caps. Never mind. Not caps. <laughs> My bad. Next thing on our list. When you talk for this long, you get thirsty. Okay. Georgia, and now this is something that's very interesting to me, and I just discovered it today. Uh, Georgia planned to phase out Obamacare market delay. So what this means is, so they've been trying to get, just phase out Obamacare, get back to how it was, the good old days, uh, and but it's been delayed. Um, not due to Democratic like attack or anything, because even the Democrats kind of know Obamacare sucks. It just sucked. It did not work out well. They understand that too. Um, the Department of Health and Human Services and Treasury deemed only the first phase of the state plan complete, but delayed the larger second phase. So there's a first phase and there's a second phase. Was, you know, you split into phases. Um, I'm going to tell you what the first phase is, and then I'll tell you what the second phase is, and then I'll tell you why it's taking so long. Because the, the second phase is a really big part of it. So the first phase, uh, a reinsurance program that would start in 2021. So reinsurance, so they'd be like reinsurance. Uh, that would start in 2021. A reinsurance program provides payments to insurers to offset the cost of enrollees with big medical claims and enables insurers to lower premiums. So this would kind of just get the the companies that were into, you know, providing Medicare, Medicare, and stuff like that to get back in, you know, just kind of get back in, be more comfortable, get back into, you know, we're trying to re, and it's not really what reinsurance means, but we're trying to reinsure them. You know, you can get back in, you can start, you know, you start selling healthcare and stuff a lot more and then you can you know increase your premium lower your premiums and just you know getting them back into the market now the second phase this will be if we could because they're still enacting this the first phase uh this is why it's been delayed because they're still trying to enact the first phase so i've explained why it's been delayed uh the second phase is to overhaul federal subside subside sorry subsidized there you go uh for the individual market and have resident shops residents uh, shop around for coverage just like how you do an insurance company for your car payment or or sorry for car insurance life insurance you know you go around you look at different insurance companies and you and that's the same thing they want people to do that they want people to shop around and you might wonder well some people i know maybe i don't know how many people are listening to this who are with medicare here's the problem with the government trying to provide you free medicare and in obamacare in general so the government supplies you medicare it sounds fine you're like, okay, well, I get free Medicare, but it's not free. It sounds great. It's a, it's a good idea. It sounds like a good idea. You get free health care, free medic. You know, you, it, it sounds like a good idea, but it doesn't work it out in reality. So, um, you know, you, uh, so if you have just the government spying you Medicare, 
you're going to have only that the government's buying you Medicare. So the government is going to charge you as much as they want, but you say, oh, it's free. Well, they're still going to charge you in your taxes. They're just not going to, when you go to get, you know, if you go to the hospital, they're not going to just pull out a check. They'll pull out a check later in your mail when you have to pay your taxes. You know, that that's when they're going to pay. And then but was, on top of that, you're not just paying for your own health care. You're paying for everyone else's health care. Now they say, oh, we'll just tax the rich. Um, here's the thing. Rich people, if you keep taxing them enough, you know, eventually they're going to run out of money. Or, like a lot of billionaires do, they just move their banks into some other country like Mexico. So then you can't tax them. Because their banks are in Mexico. Or some other country like that. So, you know, then you just then they run out of money for them. So, like, who are they going to cut? Well, we'll just, we'll, we'll just tax the, the, the almost rich class. And then they get to the middle class. And then they're just taxing the middle class. There's more of us anyway, so it makes more sense anyway. You know, a rich guy can't pay for the entire country's uh, healthcare system. Yeah, and then also, you know, I mean, it, it's just dumb. But here's the thing. But the advantage now, okay, there are disadvantages with not free healthcare. Um, not free healthcare, you're going to have a lot of competition. Uh, you know, companies can charge as much as they want. But here's the thing. If a country, let's say a company charges a extremely expensive healthcare plan or Medicare plan. Well, another company seeing this and wants to make a profit, but maybe not as big as profit, but they can still offer the same product, just a lower cost. They'll do that. Somebody will start a, their own their own healthcare program, and then they'll charge less. Doctors will start. You know, doctors will charge less for this healthcare, and then you know that company will you know either go out of business or maybe people who like more rich people or will pay for that one instead. Maybe that one's got a little bit more benefits, but then this one over here has just got ones for your good old middle class people. You know, this will just help them out. It'll cover their basic needs, and they they pay they still pay for it, but they they will not be paying for the entire countries split up they would not become they would pay for their own and they would have worked for that and it would just it's that's just what the american dream is to work for it and to spend your money how you want to spend it and that's i think how people want to spend it. they want to spend their money so that they can stay healthy and they can you know they can be insured of anything goes wrong just kind of similar to life insurance um and then another one oh sorry i keep breathing in this mic and i know i've, I've listened to this i can here, I have to take deep breaths every once in a while. Another water break. You'd be surprised once you talk. Once you talk for like a uh, a while, you can your mouth starts to dry. It's like not. It's not a good feeling. Okay, so um, a bill has been filed to uh, toughen immigration in Georgia, and uh, this illegal immigration. Sorry, illegal Im- immigration in Georgia. This is a good idea. I mean, this is a good idea. I mean, you know, Trump has been trying to get his wall up and he can't get it. But, you know, Georgia is not directly on the border. But we're, So what we're trying to do is like countries, you know, I mean, a lot of immigrants, what they do is they just hop wherever they want to go. They'll just hop from sanctuary city to sanctuary city to sanctuary city. And then when they finally get there where they want, they'll just implant themselves in there. And now I'm just going to first of all, let's talk about what the problems with illegal immigration is. First of all, it's illegal. You know, there are some p- families I know that come over there and maybe they just... They're, they just really need to get over the board. But you, why not just go in the legal way? Just go in through the legal way. But people don't choose to do that. I don't know why. They don't choose to do that. It's dumb. Uh, they, they hop across the border. 
And then, you know, there are families that just hop across the board because they're in an emergency and they just, they, they want to get to America because they know how great America is. And maybe they, and, you know, there's some families that do work really hard. And I believe that those families that maybe they did illegal, legally immigrant, immigrate to America, if they are actually, com, contra, com, you know, giving to the society and to America, then I feel like they should stay in this country. But there is a lot of people who do illegally immigrate across um, America and are not good people. You know, they're terrible people, they're rapists, they're sex traffickers, you know, they are people that you would not, that are just evil people. And they do not belong in our country. You know, America is a place for people who want to earn their way and just live the American dream. You know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Those people are not those type of people. Now, this is not, you know, um, recently, so uh, this has been sponsored by Representative uh, Philip Singleton. Uh, this bill will actually, let me tell you a little bit about the bill real quick. The bill will help, um, it'll force sanctuary cities to hand over illegal immigrants. This is essentially what it'll do. So if a, if a city is, you know, allowing these um, illegal immigrants to just hide in their city, you know, we will, they will have like uh, the police or a deportation or like uh, a um, border border group come in there and they'll t- ask them to hand them over either for trial uh, or to be just sent back. And I know this sounds, sounds kind of rough, but I mean, it's what you cross illegally. You didn't, you're, you're, most people who cross illegally are not either paying, they're not paying at least their income tax. You know, they're not, sometimes they don't, they have, um, you know, they have, they're, they're getting, they're kind of getting benefits that American people aren't getting. And sometimes they're taking American jobs, you know, American jobs that people could have earned, but you know, these, you know, these people are getting, they don't have to pay an income tax either. So it's, you know, they're, they're stealing jobs They're you know, they're doing bad things. Now there's some, again, there are some families that are here and they're doing a they're doing good deeds, and I feel like those people should be awarded, but not every family is doing that. Not every person is doing that, and they need to be sent back because we do not want them in our country, especially if they're illegal. You know, if the guy was born here and he's evil, we'll deal with him and put him in jail, but if he's not from here and he's, and he's evil, we're going to take him back from where he came because we don't want to deal with him. We don't have to, have to incarcerate him. He's not our property. He's that other nation's property, and they can do whatever they want with him, which is typically just send him right back over the border again so he can wreak havoc. And this one, I found this um, article on onlineathens.com. Go check that out. Now, the main people we're fighting against this, against this is, of course, the Democrats, and specifically Jerry Gonzalez. He's a Democratic representative of the Nonprofit Association of Latino Elected Officials. That's a long, that's a long title. Imagine having that on your desk. It just, just stretches across the entire desk, just over, over the edge, you know. Uh, so he said the measure would make Georgia less safe. Now, against, so there are a lot of illegal immigrants. Now, sadly, the people that are coming across the border are Latino. They're illegal. Most of them are because they're coming from Mexico and South America. This is not an attack on Latino people. There is a lot of really nice, you know, Latinos and um, um, there's a lot of good people from Mexico. And I, I know a lot of great people from Mexico. You know, I, and you know, it's not against people of that race. It's against the people. Legal immigrants, just people, people that are legal immigrants. We're not judging them by their race. We're judging them by what they're, what, what they've done by their actions. Kind of like what Martin Luther King says. You know, you, do, you don't judge somebody by the color of their skin. Judge them by the content of their character. These people do not have good character. So we're going to send them back. Not because of their race. We're going to send them back. You know, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, Texas and like Arizona and New Mexico, they have a large population of Latinos. They're not going to just start sending every Latino person over just because, oh, we think you're a legal immigrant because you're a Latino. We're just send you over. No, if you don't have documentation that you live in this country 
and you've always lived in this country or you've immigrated but legally then that's proof enough that you're a legal immigrant if you don't have that documentation at all you know I'm not saying every Latino person needs to carry around his green card and his birth certificate but you know if, if you if you are a you know if this does happen to you and you are a Latino or maybe someone thinks you're a legal immigrant show me documentation show me your birth your, your birth certificate just give them all the proof they need and it'll be fine you know, and I wish people would just actually, instead of, you know, there are people, you know, they do look at people and they see, oh, well, that guy's a Latino, so that must mean, you know, and he's kind of acting funny. Maybe he's a, maybe he's a legal immigrant. No, maybe that guy's just had a rough day. Yeah, maybe he's just had a rough day. And, he, and then it's even, it's worse for the other person because then when they accuse this person and they think that he is, you know, it's kind of like a witch hunt almost. They realize he's not. So, well, that was a waste of time. And then maybe there's that actual legal immigrant guy. Who's um, selling drugs on the side of the street that you missed the entire time? But yeah, but he says this would make this is going to make Georgia less safe. That's completely untrue. This it's not actually probably. I mean, all it's probably going to reduce crime and the selling of illegal drugs and um, uh, you know um, sex trafficking. It'll 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 probably halt that by you know probably not completely stop it, but it'll stop it uh, by a percentage at least, and it'll cause less crime. And as I said, um, all that stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't, this, you know, that is just not a factual state. That is just someone trying to defend something that cannot be defended because it's not legal. I mean, it is illegal immigrant. I mean, the word illegal is in the name. It's against the law, flat out. It's against the law. Unless the law changes, it is against the law. And it has to be dealt with how the law wants it to be dealt with, which is either deportation or incarceration. Um, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. We didn't have as much craziness, a little bit more of me just elaborating on topics and things. Um, you know, I, I, I tried to put this one a little bit better together than my last episode. You know, I tried to situate my Mike Becker, bet Becker better. See, I'm already messing up. I got to that point where I'm like, I can't, I can't express my words. Um, but you know, I tried to make this one better than the first one. That's what I'm going to try to strive for every episode. Better, you know, more information, just better. I hope you guys enjoy this. God bless you. Have a great day. Be more in tune to your state government. Bye.